0: Welcome to Road to Freedom podcast. My name is Remy. I'm so excited to have you on board. The topic for today is who is your source? The resource is not your source. If you're a new listener, hi and welcome. Thanks for stopping by. If you're a returning listener, hi again. Thank you so much for choosing to be a part of Road to Freedom fam. Resource is not the source. Resource is not your source, wow. I'm so excited about this topic today, even though it sounds like I'm saying sauce, like Chick-fil-A sauce, Nando sauce, so all of you are listening and thinking, is she saying sauce or source? I'm talking about your source. Um, Who is your source? Where does all your resources come from? Who is the sponsor of your resources? So excited about today, and I'm hoping to be able to align and help shift your mindset about where you've considered your source all this time. So... Stay tuned. Today, I'd like to share some provoking thoughts about your source. Who have you always considered as your source? Is it your parents? Is it God? Is it your income? Is it the work that you do? What is your source of supply? What is your source of resources? Wow. Looking forward to today's topic again. Looking forward to unfold all the things that the Lord has for all of us. Um, And just wanted to, you know, bless your week even as you pause to listen to this right now, that you feel filled and you feel fulfilled and you just feel renewed um, even as you take time to listen to this. To begin, I'd like to break down the word source and the word resource. So what is a source? A source is an origin, uh, according to the English dictionary. A source is also a place, person, or thing from which something comes from. On the other note, what is a resource? I know it's so easy to think that the word source came from a resource because the word can can be gotten off of the word resource. But actually, (laughs) anything that has the word re before it is mostly a prefix in English language where you add before an original word. So now, what is a resource? A resource, according to the dictionary, it is supply, a source of supply. For example, a means of supply, the strategy in which something is supplied, a strategy in which a source supplies. So you see that it starts with the source and then the resource is the means to the end. Now I'd like to ask you, Like, who is your source? What have you always considered your source in every situation in life? Whether it's in form of finances, whether it's in form of supply or breathing, anything who have you considered your source all your life could it be your parents could it be your work your business we all have things that we've looked upon as our source over the last couple of years i've gone through a journey of finding what it means to call god your source and on this journey i figured that there's actually no limit to god being my source he's the source of my breath the source of my relationships is the source of everything i do But what does that look like to know him as your source? What are the principles around that? What are the principles that help you not focus too much on a resource um, and give the the praise and the reward that is due to the source to the resource? Like There's so many guiding principles, depending on where you grew up, depending on your culture, your background, most of the time we've all been raised to think the resource that God is using or the resource that your source is using um, is the main source. And then you give them all the attention, like we get to build fear around how we communicate with them. We get to be like a demigod around them. We get to make them an idol. You know, all the things, which every single thing I've just mentioned, I have been through in different phases of my life. Here's a little differences that I've made between a source and a resource. Like I mentioned before, a source is an origin, while a resource is a new source of supply. A source is a cause. A source is the author. A source is a spring or a fountain from which a river begins. One of the scriptures I'm going to read now is Philippians 4 verse 19. (laughs) And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Now I'm going to read another version, which is the New Life version. And it says, and my God will give you everything you need because of his great riches in Christ Jesus. I'll read the NIV. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. I'd like to share a little story about when I started to consider God being my source. I was at a place in my life where I had everything I needed. I had parents that could sponsor me, give me everything I needed, basically. So I never really thought outside of them as my source. I never really thought out, outside of community or work or the funds that came into my account as the source that I need. So for example, if I needed $1,000, I would need $1,000 because I know that I have access to $2,000 from my parents or from work or from something. So anything I needed to do, it was because I had it. Like I didn't understand the concept of like dreaming outside of what I knew that was accessible to me. So on this journey of figuring God out as my source or or getting to understand, I would say God as my source. Because we hear it everywhere, like we see it on t-shirts, who is your source, God is your source. But then in practice, the way we live our lives, we don't live our lives knowing that we actually have a source that never runs dry. So I believe on this journey was a time when I was trying to go to ministry school. And I remember being like, oh, Lord, like, I feel like my parents have already... No, I feel like my parents have already sent me to university. At this time, I had a master's. Or I did not think that the next thing would be, hey, can you guys send me to ministry school again? For me, it's like, come on. So I was like, God, if you're inviting me to go to ministry school, then I need you to provide because, you know. But I'm not going to lie to you. This is the funny story. In my, in my heart for him providing... I still had my heart focused on what my source has been before. So for example, I started to dream with the Lord saying that, Hey God, like, you know, during the summer, I get so, so, so amount of money. Maybe it's $5,000 for shopping. This was like as far back as 2016 or 2017. So I'm like, Oh, I get this amount of money for just for shopping. That's the same amount of money I need for the school phase. So if you are my source, allow that 5,000 that I would already be getting be complete. So that I can use it to pay for my ministry school fees. If you're tracking, that's what I consider God being my source. So God will be the source that will make that $5,000 that is already coming, come. So this is, you know, my own process. Okay. So I'm like, okay, Lord. And then I come back again and I'm like, okay, Lord, you know what? I'm actually sorry. This is like the funniest thing. I was like, God, I'm so sorry. I feel like I put pressure on you. Please forgive me. You don't have to do this in July because I know that. Maybe my parents won't be able to give me the money in July. So you know what? Let's do this in August. Because then it's to give you more time to have them give me the money that they would otherwise give me. And I'm like, Lord, I'm praying all the things. I remember traveling to London for maybe like a graduation or something. Or maybe my graduation. I can't really remember. Or I'm not really ready to share, I would say. (laughs) But I remember going to London and... Within seven days of saying that prayer about God surprised me by paying for my fees, I got a check of five thousand pounds, and which was even more than the five thousand dollars I needed because at the time it was like you know five thousand dollars to six thousand five thousand pounds to six thousand five hundred dollars. So I even had money to pay my tithe, I had money to even bless somebody with just all the things. But now I'm going to express what I'm saying about God being my source. That money ended up coming from a place that I could never have expected money from. It was so shocking that I knew that this is when you say God did something. Like God literally spoke to somebody in the dream and they didn't know what they were doing. And they literally gave you the money because it wasn't like a typical person that I would have expected to give me money. Right. This came within seven days. Here is me. Some days before on the train or sorry, on the flight going like, God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I put pressure on you to make it happen in July when you can only make it happen in August. <laughs> okay. So, you know, that blessed me. I was wild, all the things. And I was like, God, wow. But my heart didn't get renewed enough to understand that when you say God is your source, it means that you don't need to know where he brings it from because he himself is where the, the, the river flows from. So, the money that I was putting my mind on, like, for shopping that had been happening for, like, 10 years, every year, I just getting money for shopping, in, like, August, um, then didn't happen, because there was some financial stuff going on at the time, so what we would usually get for shopping didn't even happen, I didn't, we didn't end up getting money for shopping that year, and because we didn't even get to travel for summer, or something in that line, right, so I'm saying, this is me thinking, God, this is, I want this, you're my source, so you're going to provide for me, but then don't worry, I know how you can provide it for me, kind of telling him how to provide it for me, because my heart or my mind is limited to how he's always provided before. I hope you've tracked with that story before I start to break it down to what I learned. I just want to make sure that you're tracking. That story marked me so much that I was like, wow, like, oh my God, he blew my mind, all the things. Um, And I started to open my heart to, wow, like there's something called supernatural provision. So I remember the summer leading after that, when I started to prepare for the school, apply for the school, everything, the fear of like, oh my God, how is God going to provide for this? It started to kind of drop because I was like, wow, I actually have faith that he can provide. But mind you, it's not like I got the full revelation or even I would say tangible revelation of, you know, that means that God can move any mountain to supply your needs. So just like the scripture we just read, he will supply everything you need. To me, it was just like, "Mm, wow, this was like a one-off, you know what I'm saying? Like how you just have a one-off encounter, but it doesn't really like mark and transform you. But it kind of marks you as a memory that you're like, wow, this happened. So what next? So, you know, every other thing I would need in my mind, I'm like, okay, God, next month, I want to travel to... So 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 maybe Jamaica or somewhere. Um, but I'm getting this amount of salary, so please, you're my (laughs) sauce. Uh let's break this down. I'm going to get tickets, blah blah blah. I mean, that was still the Lord being a source, right? So God would always meet that's one thing I've learned that God would always meet you where you are. So for me, that idea was like, God help me manage this one thousand dollars that is coming in. for my travel, for my expenses, everything. And that's still being being a source, right? Because is the source opening my eyes to see the deals? Is the source opening? So I don't want to make this small and say, it's only when you get supernatural provision from the Lord that is your source. I'm just trying to focus on how my mindset started to change until I started to realize that when God gives me something through somebody, just like this example, when I had this 5,000 pounds experience, that person or that money that came in through that person was the resource. So my actual source is actually God, because it was God that I asked, like literally the exact figure. I mean, even in a better currency, like the Bible says, like uh, the Lord will give good gifts to those who ask. And this was more than a good gift because it wasn't even, it was the exact numbers. But when I converted it, it was even more, right? So for me, it was like, oh, okay. So God being my source means that, How do I appreciate the actual source and make sure that my eyes does not shift from who the source is? As a Nigerian child, for me, as soon as I got given that as a gift, the natural mindset is to put so much focus and idolism and everything on the person that gave me, which is what I feel like I was raised with. Personally, my experience with being given gifts or money or whatever in Africa, especially when it's like big money like that, or big money depending on how much is big for you, you tend to start to see the person as a god or as an idol. And you know what's what's interesting is that they also start to carry themselves in the place of that idol. So for example, it's like, I give you this amount, now you have to worship me because you owe me. Your life is owed to me. Um, Your... You know, and this this happens with parent to child relationship. This happens to boss to boss to worker relationship. This happens to employee to employer relationship. This happens in basically any relationship, girlfriend to boyfriend. Like we've come to that point where we even are the resource, and we don't see that God is using us as a resource. We actually start to see ourselves as a source as well. So this this is like a in a a mindset shift a mindset shift for both you as the resource and, and you as the receiver. So as I'm saying, I start to think, oh God, um, I, um, wow, like this person gave me this money. Oh, how do I serve them right now? Do I need to wash their clothes? Do I need to say, like text them every week and say thank you? So as the Lord said I had to open my eyes as the true meaning of what a source is and the true meaning of what a resource is, I started to get to a place in my life where my eyes is so focused on the source that when the resource gives me, I actually see the, the hand of the source tangibly. So for example, you're the one giving me like a dollar or whatever, but I can see God's hand. So in that space, I'm not taking my eyes off him, but I can still thank you. I'm thanking you for being the delivery person. I'm thanking you for being the um, the means that God is supplying that need. But my eyes is not, is not off the fact that this is something that the Lord is giving me as his daughter. Now, if I could, you know, feel like I I owe somebody so much because of a sacrifice they made for me, which is a beautiful thing, like it's an art of thankfulness. How do I, what do I owe back to God for being my source and the original source? My heart is that you start to ponder and reflect on how many times you've been giving gifts, and you just take your eyes off the one that is providing the gift for the person giving you. And we just get to a culture where we're just like, you give me, I'm going to worship you, what can I do to serve you, whatever. And if you are the giver, And you've, you know, unconsciously allowed yourself to fall into places where you help people or God provided for you. And you also forget that that was not you. That could have not been done by your own effort or even when it was your effort. It's the grace of God that actually gives you life. It's the grace of God that gives you finances, gives you everything. And you give people and you expect them to make you the source or make you an idol. I just pray that you start to receive just like a, you know, a tender, a tender, compassionate heart of the Father, who is the true source. You know, God is so kind, and He's the best template for for our life. If you're a Christian, for example, Christianity means being Christ-like. Jesus is the best template. Like, I don't see any part in the Scripture where Jesus would do those miracles. It it would do them and disappear. Meaning that, I mean, besides the disciples that He walked with every day, He would do those miracles and disi- like literally move to the next thing. Why do you think that is? Like he was trying to model an environment where we can actually give and move on, because all things go back to God. So, uh, you know, I grew up hearing this phrase every time: "Glory, be, glory to God! Uh, oh, glory to God! <laughs> oh, thanks to God!" And in all honesty, like only like broken people, like people that have been broken. I mean, how do you say it? the broken heart? Like, no, I'm not talking about breakfast here. Now, I don't know any other word to explain. Uh, Yeah, so broken and a contrite heart, people that have let the Lord transform their heart. When they say all glory to God, they actually mean it. They're like, please, don't give me the glory that belongs to God, right? But 99% of the time, you start to think that now you owe me. And you might not want something back from them physically, but you, you feel like you want some kind of respect back. You feel like you want them to treat you the way better than they treat other people. I just feel like the grace, the grace and the revelation of giving and being a giver, is a little more than that. You can give people money, you can give people all the things, but it's actually God that is the main source. And the moment you start to realize that you yourself, it's a privilege that you are actually blessed enough to be able to give somebody, and good givers are good receivers. And even knowing that God is not a respecter of persons. So the person you're giving today might be giving you tomorrow. When you start to reconnect or, you know, take down the identity you're building around giving people things and thinking that that means that you're the macho man i feel like your expansion or revelation of the fruit you actually get in return starts to become pure and it starts to increase i think i would double check but i think there's a scripture in the bible that says something about god is the rewarder of um, givers right but, you know, I've come to understand that sometimes we actually reward ourselves and I guess there's no need for the Lord to reward us anymore because we've, reward, we, we've rewarded ourselves in the place of pride. We've rewarded ourselves in the place of, I give you now, I'm going to tell you how you can serve me. Oh, now I give you, um, now I gave give you this or that. I'm going to tell you what you can do to help me back. So in those places, I just have this strong conviction that like, I don't know if there's any point in... the lord giving us any more reward from that because we already rewarded ourselves like the kind of giving is the type where when you say glory to god and god gets to reward you and also you know and also increase your storehouse i feel like it it comes with a lot of purity the purity that has understanding the purity that knows that (laughs) you can never take the place of god in the life of somebody else and the humility in giving is knowing that this is who gave me. So now I'm going to give back because who he who gave me has more than enough to give me double. So me getting to share this is actually from a representation of who he is. Because of who he is, I get to be who I am. I've come to know that the real deal is the real source. (laughs) No matter how big of anything that I receive from any resource, now I know who to look up to. Now I know who actually gave me that. So even in my, if I'm saying th- 10 thank yous to, this, to the person that is delivering the gift from God, then I know that I actually owe the real stuff 20 thank yous. So, and, I'm, and this is just a little example, in like just a practical example of how I get to steward my heart. So for example, you know, if what I do, what I then do is like, oh, spend time with the person, then I know that I actually spend more time with the Lord that I actually provided for both me and the person, right? I've learned through the Holy Spirit to see any form of provision through somebody or any form of anything I'm receiving from a resource as the supernatural hand of God in front of me through a physical hand. In that space, you just get to be purified in how you see things and you're like wow this is the lord but then because it's the lord i i bless the lord in you thank you for being obedient thank you for thank you for stewarding you know the gift of generosity so this is not to say don't honor them please honor them like and people honor in different ways however way you honor people or you would like to be honored please honor them i think the main focus here is just to break that mindset of seeing the you know, the resource as your actual source. Because what then happens is that we fall into cycles of idolism, you're idolizing somebody, you're walking through lots of disappointments because you think, oh, I asked this person, they didn't give me. God used them as a source once, or as a resource once. It doesn't mean that they will always be your resource. You know what I'm saying? So when that mindset is in the wrong place, you will just always constantly fall into disappointment, like losing hope, thinking people are wicked, and also just to even like, Speak for those people that or anytime you've been a resource to somebody or anything or just in obedience I feel like even for you as well I know like I apologize for every time that you've you know gotten to encounter Entitled people because what that then means is like people Think that because you did it once they don't know the sacrifice that came behind what you did And then they now feel entitled and they feel like every time they have a need I'm going back to that same source No like if you, so either way, it's, you know, this mindset helps both parties. Cause if you know that God is your source, then before you even head back to that resource, you actually ask the Lord, you ask the Lord and, and let him be the one to tell you that that's the same resource I'm using for you. Every resource has a timeline. That's another thing. Every resource has a timeline. There's no unlimited resource. There's only an unlimited source. So because of that, like, have you asked the Lord, you had an encounter five years ago that this person or this church or somebody should be the provider of this AAA or BBB for you. Have you gone back to ask the Lord where he is now? Some of us sit down on encounters that we've had million years ago and we want to keep using and using that same encounter whereas god is saying something else now god is saying go to person a today and tomorrow he's actually highlighting you to person b and he's not even asking you to ask he's asking he's speaking to them to come to you but when you're so focused and so tied on one particular angle you don't get to embrace the encounters the lord has for you in other areas on that note i would like to propose another key point this key point is that every resource is temporary and can change anytime. time. One thing we know about God is that He never changes. He never fails. Like just the attributes of God, you can never find that in, your, in any resource. I don't care if it's an artificial resource, I don't care if it's a natural resource. Actually, God is the only natural resource. So backtracking, whether it's an artificial resource or a source that, or a resource that God is using for you, Any kind of resource just knowing that every resource is temporary it helps to put the pressure off the pressing the thing, the place it helps to put the pressure off because if your attention constantly goes back to the one resource that never like that never ends like the one source that never ends which is the lord then you're never disappointed you never feel like you know entitled you never feel like somebody owes you nobody owes us anything Honestly, like I feel like one of the ways that has helped me to pass through this very, you know, this past season of my life, which I I guess I'll start sharing the stories little by little on this podcast and on this journey is just learning that nobody owes me anything. It will change your entire life. Because then in that way, if you give me a dollar or you help me through an application or you do anything for me, I'm like, wow, this is a resource God is using for now. So how can I fully show up to receive and fully show up to appreciate them, fully show up to to be thankful, fully show up to actually make the best of what they are giving me right now? Because it's for right now. Tomorrow, they will not be there. Not they might. They will not be there. Except, you know, God is using them for a lengthened length of time in your life. So. That key point is said. Another thing that I would love to share is is that your help comes from above. (laughs) From whence cometh my help? I'm going to read Psalm 121. It says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not suffer my foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither sleep nor slumber. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and coming and from this time forth and even forevermore. So for me, this scripture is like the best exposure to me, knowing the Lord as my source, because now this is starting to look like it's all about finances or it's all about gifts or wealth. But the Lord is the one that protects me in the night. The Lord is the one that protects me. So it's not where I'm staying. It's not how many security members are at the gate. It's, not, it's like in the midst of the so much, when you start to understand this, in the midst of so much chaos, you don't start to put your heart in a particular city. Like some people will Google, oh, where's the safest city in the world? And they move there. But for me, knowing the Lord as my source of protection, I know that I can move to any city and the Lord is my protection. When I'm in need, I don't Google or try to figure out which of my friends can help me. I'm like, no, the Lord is my provider. The Lord is the giver of life. The Lord is the one that gives me breath. The Lord is the one that gives me everything I need. And going back to the first scripture we raised, which is like the Lord will supply all your needs, everything you need. Honestly, because I know that you might be listening to this and you have need and you're like, well, I'm in need and he hasn't supplied it. I feel like there's just something about a mindset, sh- mindset shift that exposes you to all the reality that God has for you. If I don't know that God can provide me something as little as even going to the cinema. Like, I've had times where I'm like, okay, Lord, I just want to treat myself today. And I can actually afford it. Or maybe I can't. And the Lord would just, like, show up with somebody saying, hey, do you want to go to the cinema? It's all on me. I'm like, hmm, there's no way they could have heard that. The next point I would raise is when you remember that. help comes from above then you get to steward your destiny helpers knowing that first of all this this person or this place this thing is on an assignment and that assignment in most cases is temporary even life whether you live 80 years or you live 100 years or you live eight years we still term it as life is temporary right so the that means that you could say the destiny helper is actually on an assignment and they are on a temporary on assignment when you realize that something is on a temporary assignment i believe that it helps you know how to steward the gift it helps you know how to steward um how you receive how to steward how you see them um, to purify your heart just all the things that we've mentioned all through this podcast remember that that destiny helper has a boss <laughs> who is the main source so just remember that that should help you know how to focus on what you're being given Everything we've said all through this podcast. Another thing I would like to say is one of the reasons, the big reasons that it's blocking both the receiver or even the resource sometimes is lack mentality. Sometimes we have lack mentality and that lack mentality, it just it just holds us from getting to see that Oh, like I actually have a source that has no lack. I have a source that has no need. So if I can go back to that source, or if I can just try to learn to hear what the source is saying, and then I can know where he's putting my attention, then I can know what strategy he's giving me. And rather than focusing on the same way he showed up for me many, many years. Most of the time I've had like, you know, most of the journey where I've had supernatural encounters with the Lord, they haven't repeated themselves in the same way. So me knowing that, Um, my, my source has no lack and my source actually is unlimited. It means that I can keep going back to him because he has unlimited ways of supplying my needs according to his riches and glory. Another key point is remembering that God is a jealous God and if he's my source, then he's a jealous source. So when I start to give all the attention that is needed to him, to a thing or a person or something that he's using temporarily, um you know there's a disconnect in that space of my gratitude towards him there's a disconnect in how I'm getting to honor him or there's a disconnect in you know that mindset and i pray that even as you listen to this that you just start to you know reflect and start to ask yourself like oh all this time how do i treat you know my resource how do i treat my source and if you're like from africa like me where you grew up knowing that oh like Whoever gives you something or whoever is helping you in a season becomes your idol and you, you keep going back to the same place because you just have a limited view of how, the, how, how you can be provided for, whether it's your parents, whether it's an organization, whether it's a scholarship, like any of that. I pray that you actually get freedom today. I pray that you get deliverance in just knowing that, oh, like God is actually so big and he has unlimited ways of meeting your needs one and if you're you know you've been a resource to people but you've just kind of gotten the concept wrong and you just kind of feel like oh they owe you so much i pray that you really also get ministered to by the lord even as you listen to this i feel like we've all been there in one time or another in our lives like for me um even from growing up and understanding learning to understand my source or my resource of course what you what you practice you also give out what you were thought you also give out so i'm sure there's been circumstances in my life as well where i felt oh oh like i got to be the one to provide for you so you have to look up to me in this certain way thank god for deliverance so i'm just saying this to say like i'm here for both parties both you as someone that has mistaken your resource for a so for your source or for you that you know you've just thought um well, I gave you, so you owe me, you should come and serve me, or you should worship me, just all of that. Like, that mindset is not Jesus, and that's definitely not kingdom either. Um, I know that you you got to acquire this through, you know, things that were happening to you. Like, I know that it's not intentional, but I'm just saying this, that I pray that the Lord breathes on you right now, and you really get to understand not to sit in the place of God, um, because God will not... Like, one thing he would not like is for you to call any other God... Um, Make any other God, God when He is God. Finally, I would like to wrap this up by sharing or even just releasing the encounters that that I've had, the breakthroughs that I've had in, in the space of getting to understand the Lord as my source. Um, and I'm actually starting to think that there will be another episode with bringing a guest here to talk about what the the revelation they have about God being their source, the revelation and the experience, the, the stories that made them start to look to a different place, um, as regards to who their source is in life. So now I release my encounters, just the encounters of supernatural, supernatural generosity from the Lord that holds no condition, supernatural generosity that you know. People are like, oh, no, 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 I gave you, you already said thank you, thank you, that's all. I'm telling you, the first time I encountered that, I was wrecked. Like, somebody gave me a tremendous amount of money, and they did not want anything to do with me. I was like, ah, what I know, the next thing will be, can I wash your clothes? Can I come and be meeting, greeting you every week for the next one year, every week? I have a reminder to thank you for something you did last year. This person was like, hey... God told me to do this, like, thank you for thanking me, but please put all the glory to them. It's good, it's easy for people to say that on the stage, all glory be to God, until you actually really encounter somebody that is like, don't give me the glory that belongs to God. Please, let God, (laughs) let God be God. So I'm saying that to say I release that over you that you would encounter even this week as you listen to this, a generosity that is expecting nothing back from you. Whether it's in kindness, whether it's in cash, whether it's in anything, like just a generosity that they don't want anything back from you. They are just being a resource and they know that they have so much reverence and respect for the Lord as their source. So many times that God has taught me to this. Rest- taught me this through people around me. But one thing I will tell you that is common around all these people is that these are people that are seeking the kingdom, genuinely. Not on a Sunday-Sunday basis, not on a like, oh, I'm a Christian from birth, but people that have a relationship with the Lord, that they want that relationship to remain unstained. So I also release that over you if you're a resource, that you actually encounter the Lord so much, that you want your relationship with the Lord to be so blameless and pure, and that you don't want a common a common thing that you get to do for somebody and then you now put it all over your head and think that you, you know, you are now a model or you are now like their idol, um, You will not let that be in the way of your purity in how you see the Lord, of your purity in your growth, of your purity in your journey with the Lord. Um, Another set of people I'm going to pray for is just, you know, somebody up here, you're just listening to this right now, but you don't even know how to relate to this because all your life you've never understood the concept of God providing for you. So you've always had to work for everything that you do. You've always had either your parents or family or organization, like... Money, needing money to you means I work for it. So any kind of works um, that you feel like you need to do to be able to see God as a, as a, uh, to, for you to be able to enjoy the resources that heaven has for you. I'm releasing this to you as a prophet that from this day onward, that even this week, within the next seven days, that you get to encounter, you, you get to encounter the miraculous provision of God without you working a minute for it. And when you see, you will know that, wow, like this was a fruit. This was a fruit from being honest with myself. Like I don't actually know how to experience God financially. I don't know how to experience anything without thinking it was coincidence or without thinking, oh, it's science. or without thinking, this is just how God did it. So I don't even know if you're a believer, but I just want you to know that God was waiting for you here on this podcast. And I just released that over you, just fresh, literally fresh revelation of who God is in the name of Jesus um last group of people i am going to speak into right now is mm, the set of people that don't understand the concept of grace and they just feel like grace also means you are working for it I pray that even as you listen right now, that you receive a fresh revelation of grace, a fresh revelation of the anointing of God in the name of Jesus. You receive a fresh revelation of the grace of God that you cannot pay for (laughs) in Jesus' name. So, Lord, we just thank you for this podcast. I just thank you for everybody that has come up on here. I thank you that you did not bring them by accident and they've just... You know, they're seeing this because you're about to do something. So, so thank you for being their source and thank you for making yourself clear as a source. I think that, yes, that's a key prayer for somebody right now, that God will make himself clear as a source so that you can separate him from all the resources and then you can just bring glory to where glory is due. So guys, here is all we have for the podcast for today. Thank you for listening. Um, Resource is not the source. Resource is not your source. Who is your source? I'm so grateful that you've listened up to this point. I hope that this got to bless you. Please, 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 please refer this podcast to your friends and family. I would love for way more people to be reached and for their hearts to be transformed. That's my heart on this on um, this medium, on this podcast, is to make sure that people just find freedom, they find wholeness, but without striving for it. Um, and they get to find deliverance as well. I've just launched Freedom Sessions. These are one-on-one ministry sessions where I get to use spiritual discernment, the prophetic and inner healing tools to launch you into freedom, wholeness and deliverance. There are 45-minute sessions which you can book through my website remis30thfloor.com forward slash freedom sessions. Um, I've, I've been running some free slots over the past couple of weeks and they've been wild and amazing. People have come with anxiety, people have come with you know just feeling stuck people have come with all kinds of things that make them feel stuck or even just not understanding the love of God or the revelation of the Father and they've left that room with so much breakthrough because the Holy Spirit has just brrr, wrecked the rooms and um, so I'm really grateful I'm really grateful to the Lord for that I'm grateful to you guys for sharing to your friends and family so if you're here and you're listening to this and there's any area of your life where you feel stuck and you just feel like you could really do with a move from God you could really do with hearing what the Lord is saying or even hearing what the Lord or how Seen or experiencing how the Lord wants to encounter you through, you know, somebody guiding you in through an encounter with the Lord, please go into my website, book a slot. Another thing that we've just launched on my website is a GoFundMe page just to be able to raise some equipment for my podcast and for just my ministry in general which I've just fully fully gotten into so please visit my website help me share my social media pages Instagram is RTF with Remy Facebook is r.t.f Um, I already mentioned my website, so please engage, please share to your friends and family, it would bless me so much. And my email address is gmail.com. I would love to hear your emails about how this led you to some form of breakthrough and even just feedback in general. So I'm super excited, genuinely excited for you. Thank you so much god bless you may you increase in every ramification thank you for devoting your time to listen to me i'm so grateful for you guys actually like it keeps me going just knowing that you know i have a couple of people that are genuinely interested in when i say hey there's a new podcast and they run right up here to get to listen and they share with their friends and family my heart is so grateful so god bless you guys thank you so much have an amazing week